Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. My name is Nkechi Waffle Robinson, and I am founder and CEO of Empowered in My Skin, an experienced technology executive of one of Canada's largest financial institutions, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker, and a viral sensation as my You Matter speech has hit over 6.5 million views worldwide. This show is all about thriving. And I will be bringing on some amazing humans that own their thrive to help you figure out how you too can own yours. So please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on and make sure to join along on the web at empoweredmyskin.com so you can be notified when new episodes are available. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Welcome to the next episode of the Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. I'm here today with a guest that's just gonna, like, she just, she's wind. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but she's a corporate social media trainer and personal brand strategist with the love of technology hardwired into her personality. She leverages over 15 years of PR, marketing and broadcasting experience, and has worked internationally with a wide, rate, wide variety of organizations, including City of Toronto, Hong Kong Police, Meeting Professionals International, NBA TV Canada, the UK Trade, and Investment Emirates Steel. She's dedicated to helping professionals develop smart, personal brands that drive results. She's regularly invited to speak at conferences, podcasts, schools, and industry events. Her passion, knowledge, and expertise have many people referring to her as one of Canada's top personal branding experts. So put your ears together for the amazing Cher Jones. <laughs> How can I not just vibe off of that energy? I am so ready for this right Oh my now. God. Okay, so first of all, I have to just tell you something. When I say win, it's like, I watch your videos and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> my hair just goes flying. I don't know. Like I would say that you met like your energy. I thought I had, wow. I'm just so excited about this because I get that. That's not energy that comes from sleep. That comes from passion and a sense of life empowerment that you possess. So very excited to get to know you a little bit more in the next 35 minutes or so. So get us started. Tell us about this brand, Cher Jones, this person, this human. This human, Cher Jones. Oh my gosh. I, you, you nailed it when it is like that intrinsic, that internal energy that just comes from the inside out. And that is how I feel, especially right now at this stage in my life, not being a spring chicken, but just being in what I would call prime time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this is prime time right now. You know, I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40 and I need to remember that. And I'm all good with that because this is the convergence of all my experience and and I just feel like I'm walking in my purpose yeah. right now. And I think that's where that energy comes from. And it's exciting. So I started my career in broadcasting, moved into corporate communications and PR. And then about in 2013, decided to hop out on my own as a social media trainer when it wasn't, you know, quite the thing yet. Mm -hmm. And what that allowed me to do was really figure it out. 
-hmm. and then figure it out again. And as the world continues to evolve and, and eventually we're really over the last five years, I'd say really began honing in on this concept of personal branding and made it something more concrete. Cause there's a lot of people, quite frankly, that talk about personal branding. There's a lot of experts out there, but I can truly say that I'm a pioneer in this space and it's exciting. And what is really exciting is when I mentioned the whole fact of my whole life converging to where I'm at right now, being able to tap into broadcasting experience, being able to tap into corporate communications and PR and working with the government and being able to pull that in to the very niche area of personal branding that I do, which is really the helping corporate professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs serving corporate, helping mm -hmm. them to develop a brand that works for work at work. Because it's a totally different beast out there, especially now as we have been completely changed. This digital mm -hmm. transformation has happened to not only companies, but to individuals. Mm -hmm. And we need to show up digitally. And so this is literally prime time for me. So it's exciting. So that's me in a nutshell. Wow. Okay. So just in that alone, I already have like three extra questions that I wasn't planning to ask you. But before I do, um, I'm big on affirmations. Actually, I've moved from affirmation to declarations. But but if I had to give you, if I had to ask you, what is your great I am? Yeah. What is it? I love it because right now I'm honestly in a place where I'm saying I am enough. Mm, you are. <laughs> And, but it took a long time to get there. And sometimes I got to pray about it literally <laughs> because it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I need to remember that I am enough because when I acknowledge that I get to stand in my purpose and I am enough for right now. now that's all you need to be, isn't it? Exactly. Oh, thank you. Say that again. Enough. I am enough for me right yes. now. Woo! Peoples, if you take nothing else, if we just stop talking right now, this is the best podcast you ever heard <laughs> because that's all you need to hear. You are enough for yourself right now without mm -hmm. anything else added. I love that. Mm -hmm. So I believe our legacy is left in every experience. I truly do. And I would like to know what you would love the listeners to know or to leave with them by the end of this interview. I want people, and this is something that I actually help people do, but it's something that I, I think I've made a career out of it because I really see the transformation of people when they own their awesome. When you help them extract what makes them awesome in this moment, which I guess really carries forward in the I am enough. It's mm -hmm. like being able to own that and mm -hmm. own it and recognize how you serve in this moment mm -hmm. and being proud of that. And everybody, believe it or not, like we look at just even how I described, you know, my, my career and how that makes me informs what I do. Mm -hmm. I think that is how you differentiate from anybody mm -hmm. else. Anybody can have the same title as you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but their journey to get there was different. Yeah. And their journey informs how they serve and more importantly, who they're supposed to serve mm -hmm. because there's more than enough out there for everyone in every job, in every place, in every career, mm -hmm. in every opportunity. But it's also when you get to the point where you own what makes you awesome Mm -hmm. and stand firmly in that, it helps you to say yes and no to things that are yours and what's not for you. 
So we already know that you're awesome, but I just verbalize it for us right now. What's your awesome share? My awesome is really, I, I am an awesome detector. I am able to extract what makes you awesome and then help you articulate it in a way that sounds like you, even though you felt like you couldn't come up with the words first. Mm, that's cool. okay get ready because at the end of the show we will be sharing her social media handles where you can get in touch with her and book her if you want her to detect your awesome i love that so what have you learned about yourself in this period of covid like either what you've learned or what is unlocked for you um for me what has this has been a definitely a period of growth um, a significant period of growth for me. And it's been, it's funny because this is like, you know, we're how God, I don't even know, but let's say we're halfway through COVID, right? Let's, let's just say that. Right. And so a couple weeks ago, I was talking to my boyfriend and we were talking about like, if you didn't have your wake up call, now is the wake up call within the wake up call. So if there are things that you didn't get done, one, allow yourself some grace because you might not have been all there and that's totally fair. Everybody has dealing with this in a different way. But now is a point where we can kind of be like, okay, I kind of know how to flow in this vibe. I kind of know what I'm doing. I kind of know what I can anticipate at least for the next three months, whereas everything was new beforehand. So whatever you didn't do, now that you've collected your thoughts in this this atmosphere that we're in right now, now move forward with that momentum. So that's mm. been for me. And for me, one of the big things that I need to finish mm-hmm. is my book. And that needs to get done. Like that has been put on my heart that I have, not everybody can ever afford to work with me. And I get that, but I can just transfer so much knowledge. I've been doing this a long time. I didn't wake up doing personal branding and put a shingle up, you know, a month ago or a year ago. I've been doing this for a long time since 2013, mm-hmm. right? My first personal branding talk is somewhere on the internet, 99 problems, but my brand ain't one. I saw that, in yeah. 2013 <laughs> was when I did that talk. So I didn't just, like I said, I didn't wake up like this. I've been mm-hmm. doing this. So I get it yeah, now. I've been doing the work. Right. And so, yeah. So now it's like, okay, when you, you said a magic word, you said legacy. That's part of my legacy because I really think that what's in my head is game changing because anybody I work with, and I don't say this lightly, and again, it's over time that I've built this muscle to be able to do what I do. I see the change in what happens with them when we work on their brand. And then it comes as a change from inside and then outside. So it's just, it's magic. It's awesome. So, I, so I'm just curious. So if we take you back to 2013, what was it? Because you had, you had foresight, you had vision mm-hmm. um, because you said right then it wasn't really a thin, right? Yeah. And you left, you left, I'm assuming more st- a stable kind oh, of. Oh, the work. most stable possible coveted job you could ever have. So I was working in PR and, and communications for the city of Toronto and they became one of my first clients. Like, so that's how awesome that is. But I, ha- I was in, I was responsible for an entire division. So the social development division, all of their communications came through me. And what I did at that time was the city of Toronto at that time. So I started there in 2009 and there were only 25 employees with access to social media at the time because it was a really scary thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was one of them. 
and they were starting to develop their policies around social media. Mm -hmm. And the problem was most of the people who had a seat at the table that I didn't have a seat at yet didn't know anything about social media. They were either web people, tech people, or they were senior communications people without that that experience. And I said to my manager, literally before having a seat at the table became that, you know, thing that we talk (laughs) about, uh, I was like, I need a seat at that table. I need to be on there. You, John, he's literally, John, you need to get me on. And he got me on. And by the time I left the city, if you said share Jones, you said social media in the same sentence, the city has over 40,000 employees. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was helping devise not only the policy, the the city of Toronto's first policy for the city. Mm -hmm. I also developed off the side of my desk. In addition to all the other stuff I was responsible for, Mm -hmm. I developed the city's first, um, social media training program for all of their communicators, which is over 125 at the time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that everybody was up to speed. So this was just one of those things where it's just like um, what happened was people as my re- reputation was building. And that's how I saw the power internally from mm-hmm. a corporate perspective of building your personal brand, forget the entrepreneurial side that came later, mm-hmm. but just corporately, that's who you want to be. When someone says your name, you want them to think of the things that you want them to think about. And that is a choice that is intentional, right? People, you have to give people the language to talk about Ooh, you. You right? have to give people the language to use to talk about exactly. you. Or else they'll figure they'll 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 figure out and piecemeal something that doesn't do you justice. So if you show up first, if you take the time to give people the language to articulate who you are, to refer you, so that when you walk in the room, everybody knows already. They're not act wondering who you are. They're wondering how they can use you because you've put your best self first. And so this is not just a, like, I don't even work with job seekers. I work with people in corporate who need to showcase what it is they do, who need to walk in a room with that confidence mm-hmm. that people, the people at the meeting table already mm-hmm. are confident in them because they've given them the first thoughts of what to think. Man, I didn't know we were going to church today. Amen. Like, you, you, didn't, you, you didn't tell me to bring my Bible? <laughs> love it. I love it. I had no idea. I love it. Was <laughs> so so just, just I got to harness, like the, there's a power there's a confidence, there's a, an empowerment that you, that you, that you, that you, that is you, that is just being, and you harness it and, and you're, and you're doing amazing things that are obviously global, visibly, globally visible. But I want to know, like, where did that come from? What is like, what were some of the most important lessons that you learned yeah. somewhere, sometime that has given you this drive? Hmm. Well, <laughs> funny enough, when I was in, in grade six, I started signing my, my tests, best wishes when I'm famous, because I wanted my teacher to hold, be able to hold something that would be of value to her. Right. And I, my friend just last night, so it's funny that we bring this up. My friend last night, I, she was like, she was cleaning out her place. She found a a box of pictures and she's my best friend since like, oh gosh, like uh, 2010. So she's been a best friend for a very long time. Or uh, did I say 2010? 
1990. I keep on skipping Ooh, wow. a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always <laughs> do that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 1990, grade 10. That's why I said 2010. So from grade 10. And the, I had a picture that I signed best to Tanya, best wishes when I'm famous. So I've been signing this for, for the time because I always felt like I had something to impart on people. And then what was interesting is one of the first opportunities I ever got to speak about personal branding was to newcomer professionals. Like mm. I'm talking like people who come to this country skilled up ready to yeah. work, but with barriers because they're coming here. And one of the things I would, I said it back then and I say it now, and I always say it is it's hard to ignore awesome. Mm. Ooh, right? it is. So when you can articulate and position your awesome, it doesn't matter where you're from. People want you on, people want awesome on their team. Right. So everybody is team awesome. So you need to know what makes you awesome and own it and then give people the language so that they can talk about it. You make it easy. You make them know it because if they haven't met you before, they don't know anything. Right. But the challenge with that is that can come across arrogant if you don't know how to position it. Right. That can come across like I'm bragging. I'm talking about myself. So the magic over the years that I've learned to help people position it is in, in, a, in a context of service. Mm-hmm. How That's, do yeah. I help people, mm-hmm. right? And then it's always about putting the people that you are designed to serve first, whether you're a leader and you're serving your team, whether you're a subject matter expert and you help this side of the business move along, whether you're about partnerships, whatever it is that's in your lane. Mm -hmm. right? You have to position that in a manner of service. Mm -hmm. So how you do that. And then the only then once you've positioned how you can help them. And even before that, identify what their problem is after that, that is when you can say, and I tap into this amount of years so that I can help my clients go further or do this. Cause that's the backup. That's the, okay, why should I work with you? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, it's, there's a, the sequential order and a framework that I've developed to help people tell the story in the context of how people actually need to receive it. So it's very strategic, but yet it still anchors you in how you can help and serve. And then again, if you have what you want on display, because that's the biggest thing that, this is the biggest mistake that people make is they put out everything they can do, even if they don't want that work. Okay. Right. That's for your resume, but how you position the top half and that's the branded half of your LinkedIn profile. That's like how you are creating your content, all that stuff. How do you help people? That's the stuff you need to put out there. And once you do that, then you walk into a room and again, people, you, you are, you're, and especially if you're being strategic. So what I recommend my clients always do, if you have a meeting with somebody next week and you have taken the time to create an incredible presence, especially on LinkedIn, we'll start there. Cause if we're talking about corporate professionals, we start there and then you connect with that person, or you even just send them a message saying, Hey, if you're already connected, Hey, looking forward to our talk later on this afternoon, which I did with you, for example, <laughs> and it gets to remind them of what you, how you can help them. Right. 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 
Wow. You know, it's so like what you just said is so true because I have this statement that says the best way to become a billionaire is to help a billion people. Mm -hmm. And I'm often in, in a lot of the mentoring coaching that I do, I use that statement a lot because a lot of times people say, well, how do you sort of talk about yourself without it sounding braggalicious? Mm -hmm. I said, well, when I say, you know, the best way to become a billionaire is to help a billion people. And that's what I'm about. That's what I'm actually in the, in, in, in the action of doing, does it sound like I'm bragging? And I, and it's, I love, and I hope that people picked up on that. And it doesn't, because when it comes from a place of service, like from within, like when it's, when you know that you want to serve the world from your, your being, from your talents, your skills. Yeah. yeah, It can't, it can't, it doesn't even sound bragging. Like it doesn't even sound like you're bragging. Yeah. Because oftentimes it's that conviction that you have, that you know, you can help. Yeah. Yeah, when and, you're convinced. Yeah. And you're convinced. And then on top of that, it's like you are, I want to help you. I yeah. know I can help you. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, and here's why, because I've done this and it helps me because of this experience. It makes me better at what I do. Yeah. So tell me something. What is the greatest gift then that we can give ourselves? The gift of grace. Mm. Honestly, like as I get older, as I as I, especially I think in during this time, so another part, another part B to your question is like, what has this time taught me? This time has really brought me closer to God. So mm-hmm. when I look at that, when I look at it from a grace perspective and giving my own self grace, being able to forgive myself for things I haven't done yet that I mm-hmm. thought I was going to do, right? Or, you know, just whatever you need, when you just need time, when, especially when, you know, because we're not always going to be firing on all cylinders. There's times when we may have the best intentions and stuff never gets done. And that's frustrating. And it can, if you don't give yourself, allow yourself some grace, you will set, you'll spend way much more time spinning your wheels Mm -hmm. than moving forward. And I Mm -hmm. think that gift of grace Mm -hmm. is so important Mm -hmm. as we grow as human beings and just, recognize the power of that because if you can give yourself grace mm-hmm. you can show others grace too amen mm-hmm. and have you had to find new ways to stay inspired or is this season really just inspiring you because of all that no. it's I wish I wish I had that yeah as soon as COVID hit <laughs> I was ready <laughs> I that it's not my story <laughs> <laughs> I've been in and out because it's like, I found that it's like, cause I'm not like, I wish I wasn't wired this way for some reasons, but other reasons is like, it's part of who I am. So I accept mm-hmm. that. Right. But it's like, I'm, I, I operate as a whole person. I'm not very good at compartmentalizing some things. Mm-hmm. So when things are hitting, it's like, it kind mm-hmm. of affects me in yes. different ways. Right. So okay. I, sometimes I can compartmentalize, but I think that this was such a painful hit him at all angles season from, you know, everything that we're dealing with socially, right. As a black female and as a mother to two black boys, you know, as like dealing with the uncertainty, um, moving, um, like just so much Mm -hmm. has happened that it's just like, I feel like now, and that goes back to the earlier, um, thing I talked about is like, now this is the wake up call within the wake up call. I feel ready now prepared Mm -hmm. to handle it, but it took me practically six months to get Mm -hmm. to this, you know, I've been doing stuff and I was grateful. I like during this season, I was still attracting incredible clients, but that has been, and this is what I call being 
being ready for that prime time because I've already had the brand in place. Mm -hmm. So that became somewhat of a well-oiled machine that still allowed me to get clients. And I'm so thankful for that, but that wasn't me going out chasing money, Mm. right? That was just something already in place and me maintaining consistency to, to allow that to continue. But that consistency wasn't always easy. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where no everything and it's so funny because people outside looking in oh I admire you share I do like this and like listen <laughs> it's I'm human yeah I'm I am right. human, human and the duct tape is right behind me okay <laughs> it's holding me up so <laughs> but the but the good thing about that and what I kind of get like I I feel like we have some very I feel very similar I feel actually mm-hmm. very kin to you is that. And it's the faith in God, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you just know that this is meant to happen because you're supposed to, you will be coming out better as yeah. a result of yeah. the, the pressure, right? Yeah. So, and he's, he's worked on me yeah. like inside out this transformation. And then just like, I, and then over this time period, the one thing I can say is I've, I've become a lot healthier. So it was with COVID, you're either going one way or the other. There's no one who stayed the All same. Right. What is it? Quarantine COVID. 15? I was <laughs> yes. like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, right? And then for those of you who did, you know, get the quarantine 15, we still got time, baby. Still got time. Still got time. This is the wake up call in the wake up call. Okay. Yeah, the time is now. The time, <laughs> the is, time now. is now. Now, because this is what you got. Right. <laughs> yes. So, talking about branding earlier, there was something that you said, and I don't, I want to make sure I got it right. Is there, or let me just ask a question differently. Mm-hmm. Do, you, is, do we as humans possess one brand and that's the brand that is, you know, transcends our, you know, sort of the, what we're made for and, and the work we're paid for. Let me just kind of put it to you that way. Yes and no. We are one person mm-hmm. and there are many angles to our brand. Okay. So what we have to consider when we do this is recognizing that one side of your brand should not embarrass the other. Right. And so for those of you who have dating profiles, for example, where you Um, can't allow that dating profile to, to, to mess up your professional profile mm -hmm. and you're, you can't let your professional profile be so boring that you're like, oh my gosh, I would never want to date her. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that sort of thing. Like it's both ways. Like, it's not about like, you know, like the expose, like the, the scandalous pictures or whatever, like, which can get you in trouble, by the way. I've, years ago when I, when I first started dating again, um, it was very interesting to meet somebody that I swiped the day before and I didn't realize, oh my gosh, they're in the room that I'm talking at. Right. So like, you never know who's going to be in the room and you've seen scandalous profiles where you're like yo this guy's an executive this is what you're writing bro like so that stuff so to answer your question we have different angles to our brand and it's about we and and now with social media it was very cut and dry early on when i started Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. but now we have so many platforms that allow us to show a different side Mm -hmm. so linkedin clearly it's that professionally personal side. Don't forget the personal part because that, that's in order, you need that mm-hmm. in order to win. And then you've got um, Instagram that is more personal, but it can be personally professional, whereas LinkedIn's a little bit more professional, personal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, things like, you've got things like Twitter that is more, depending yeah, on how you're using it, right? It's a whole yeah. other ballgame, right? And then you've got Facebook, which may be more personal, 
right? But some, mm-hmm. for some people, they still leverage a professional piece. Mm-hmm. Altogether, you've got this 360 view of your brand, depending on how you want to, how you want to showcase yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got that. And so at the end of the day, you are you because people cross over, right? right? right they right. cross over from mm-hmm. one to the next. Mm-hmm. So you have to own all of you. Mm-hmm. And you, there is no separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. When I meet you in person, you got to be the same person I meet yes. online because the yeah. minute, if there's no continuity, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like watching a bad movie where it doesn't it's make like, sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. trust you. And that's, that's it at the end of at the end of the day, it's that currency of credibility and trust. Mm-hmm. So if I meet you. And that's what people are now recognizing is your digital brand, especially mm-hmm. now, which we often meet digital digitally first before we meet mm-hmm. um, personally, especially now. And if that person is flossing, flexing, whatever online, and then you see them and they're just not that person, mm-hmm. you, they've been so filtered, uh, like both in what they write and in their images. Mm-hmm it'll come back to haunt them. You've got to be you, but you've got to recognize that when you go to a networking party, there's certain things you can't share. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's, party it's, it's, or it's, where, or whatever. It's, it's the same-ish, different pile. It's so interesting because I, I'm trying to think, like, as you were speaking, I was, I'm just trying to marry that so I can understand it. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, across my platforms, I don't feel like I'm different. Like, I don't feel like my content is it's not, there's a flow. Like, so for example, I may not, um, like on the weekends, I hang out with my girlfriends and I do these stories or, or, I may not, I wouldn't post that on LinkedIn, but the same person that's showing up saying, yo, great day, amazing humans is the same person that I would do if I was doing video on LinkedIn. hundred percent. So it's not disparate. There's a flow. There's a flow to our brand. Exactly. Because like, you know, your audience per network and what is appropriate for the network, but that doesn't take away who you You are. are. You're just recognizing what room you're in. Okay. I get that. I hope you get that. I hope all your listeners, I hope you got that because I get that. So um, as an expert in personal Mm -hmm. branding, clearly, how does, how does one really truly start to develop personal brand? Maybe just like, what are the three top things that somebody needs to even evaluate now to say, you know, what is, do I even know what my brand is? Right. And so for me specifically, I like to work in the 18 month time period. I'm not the, the big visionary thing. I think it's part of it, but I like to make calculated moves for now. I like to work on how you show up right now. So that can take you to the next step. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that, I feel like that, is when I look at like what's out there from the personal branding books to the other people there, they either worry too much about brand image. So colors and all that stuff, which is all important. That's just not my lane. Mm -hmm. Um, But also there's, they're looking out way too far. They're, they're, they're projecting four years of success down the road. If you make it that far. And Mm -hmm. if you did all the work, you've been, been consistent. So my lane that I like to slay in is really about how do you articulate what it is you do now Mm -hmm. to help you get to go where you want to go next. Mm -hmm. Right. And that I find is very functional and tactical. And that's why I stay in a very narrow lane, which is that corporate professional who needs to show up for work online. 
right? Whether they're a leader, whether they're a salesperson, whether they're a subject matter expert, what, you know, there's so many different lanes that they can play in, but they need to show up. Mm -hmm. Right. And I need to know what you can do and how you can help me now. So the first thing is, is yes, we do need to do a little bit of a visioning exercise. Like, what do you want? What do you want in the next 18 months? Let's just say you, and I usually ask this in my talks. I usually ask this with my clients. Let's say in the next 18 months, what you just had the best year and a half of your life, best year of your life. What did you accomplish? Right. And now we've got a goal to work backwards from. And then it's like based off of that, identify that number one set of people or person that you help, that like, who is it you're serving? And then this is most important is identify their problem. Mm -hmm. Because when you know their problem, mm -hmm. you can position yourself around the solution. Mm -hmm. So again, my branding is not the... Um, I do work with people who want to be like, you know, like they're, they're developing this big, big global brand, but I like working with the tactical functional, I'm in corporate, I want to be a corporate influencer. So an influencer within their company, maybe an influencer within their industry, but I'm not trying to, I'm not necessarily thinking about like Instagram influencer, that kind of brand mm -hmm. It's really, I slay in that corporate lane. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, it's very functional and tactical. So it's like, so you have this goal and you identify the people that you're going to serve. Now, what's their problem and how do you, but what's your role in solving yeah. that problem? Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's about leadership, right? Like you need to develop as a leader, you need to develop a, a presence that people want to work with and for, right? And how do you play your role in the company? What problem is it that you're solving? So it's not necessarily mm -hmm. a straight, you know, exchange at the individual level. It's like, what do you, what's your role? Yeah. What do you do? What do you need the people in your company to mm -hmm. know you do Ooh. and what you're capable of because that's the stuff that will open the doors have the conversations where you're not in the room but you're being brought into the room they're saying you know who you should talk to and they pull right. you, you know, up and you yeah and it happens you're the person that's known for that in the organization yes yes, yes. which stems that. from my experience from like i said the city of toronto if you said social media you said share jones the same sentence yeah. Just like they should be saying you whenever they say technology. I love that. Woo! I'm going to be talking to you. <laughs> so you, you talk about this term, professional digital presence. You've actually yes. mentioned it a little bit here. Yes. So, and why is it so important to invest the time in having one? Absolutely. Because people, there's, okay, so this is the foundation of a personal brand. And I think that many professionals can stop at a professional digital presence. And here's the difference. It is the foundation. It's the part where you articulate what it is you do and how you serve. So everything that we've been talking to up until this point, but where personal branding starts to kick in is when you're starting to think content, you're starting to think amplification, you're starting to think major network growth, whereas a professional digital presence is more functional and tactical in the work that you're doing right now. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like personal branding, it, it intimidates so many people because mm -hmm. they're thinking I ain't got time to have live shows to create a podcast or to be you know to write blogs and do all this stuff I just need to have a brand actually you just need to have a professional digital presence which is the the foundation of a brand mm -hmm. 
right? And that is like comforting because you can create that in a very short period of time mm -hmm. and it can grow with you and you create that functional net. Who are the people that you need to know? Who are the people you need to get in front of so that you can optimize your performance at work, leveraging social media as a vehicle to get you there faster. And then when it starts to say, you know what, this is what you, this is the stepping stone to saying, I'm going to build a brand out of this. I'm going to start being known as a subject matter expert. I'm going to start making sure that the leadership team sees my face and knows my name and is bringing me up for projects, is bringing me up for opportunity. Marketing is now saying, hey, you have a good brand. We should use you because we're seeing now mm -hmm. that the best company strategies, especially from a marketing communication and sales strategy for, for content mm -hmm. is leveraging the assets within. And when I say assets, people. Yes. So yes, yeah. whether you are speaking on stages in Zoom and virtual rooms on virtual stages, whether you're creating commercials or content, subject matter expert content, you now have this foundation of a credible digital presence that is functional every single day. And I think every professional needs this. And that's mm. why I do corporate training on that yeah. space. But really at the end of the day, it's the beginning of a personal brand, but for many professionals, that's all they need. That's all they need. And it's Ooh. when they want to level up and grow. And that's when they have a personal branding strategy to grow out. See, I've been at this game for a while, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, I bet you was like, sign me. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can't even believe I like I like I said to you, this could either be a 45-minute interview. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just wrap up with one more question here before yeah. I get into my rapid thriver. So how has COVID-19 shifted the world of personal branding and what do we need to know? Well, business as we know it is definitely digital. Yeah. It is not going to change in the next eight. Like we're going to see it change. There's going to be a lot of PTSD around going back to work and, and we're going back to meet people you don't know, getting back on a plane. So for at least the next eight, 18 months, I, I see things transitioning. Yes, but not transitioning from, from, from back to what we yes. knew prior to COVID. Yeah. So there's a lot more work happening just like, like on a Zoom call, um, always picking the phone. People are validating you, your credibility through your presence, your credible digital presence. They're validating you. So this is why more than ever before, this needs to be a top priority and identifying within your company who needs this first, who are the faces that mm -hmm. are moving the ball forward on the outside that need to make sure that their, their, their presence is in check because mm -hmm. this is something that if you have a credible digital presence, it improves and accelerates the, the no like, and trust factor. Because so it gives you that edge. Yes, it gives you an edge. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I walk in the room. And so like my, my book title, I'll plug that. Mm -hmm. It's called, And You Are. Yes. Because... <laughs> Right. And it's like a step-by-step -step guide to branding yourself online. So you never have to answer that question again, because someone's already looked you up and they know exactly Whoa. who you are. Right. I love that. Yeah. I always say this person needs no introduction, but I also do feel that everyone in this world needs an introduction. So but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yes. And you need to, but that's the whole point of being able to say, cause you're not just bringing any and anybody onto your show. Right. So that's why you kind of feel like this person needs no introduction because you know who they are. Right. So if you have taken the time to develop a credible digital presence, right. Mm -hmm. That professional digital presence, mm -hmm. you've taken that time, mm -hmm. right. You 
you know, you've given people the language to talk about. Talk about you. I love it. That's like the, that that is like the title. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's hard to ignore your awesome, man. It is hard to ignore your awesome. So, okay. Five quick, five, well, they're supposed to be seemingly quick, but I think they're also talking questions. But when you think of someone who inspires you, who comes to mind and why? Paul, okay. Paul Carrick Brunson. He has been a mentor of mine for years and he, I had him, I used to have a, my, one of my first live shows was um, way back in the days with my cousin. We had a show called the Laurie and Cher show hacking into awesome. And it was on <laughs> Google Hangouts on air. So it was like a, like a, the first live streaming accessible live streaming technology. <laughs> and we had Paul on the show and I've been watching his career and his social presence just take off. And he's known as Oprah. He started his career as Oprah's matchmaker. He is just doing incredible things on LinkedIn and all social platforms. And I just admire his consistency, his grit, his brain, his willingness to serve and give and really help. And he's just one smart guy. And I just, I think he's great. And it's Paul something. Carrick Brunson. Carrick Brunson. Yes, Paul C. Brunson. Brunson C. Brunson. Okay. What is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? Definitely right now it's been walking. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to, like, I realized how important it is to move. And get I out of nature. I need to get, it doesn't matter. I just need to get outside. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do when it gets cold again, but it's okay. I'll figure it out. You can walk in cold. Yeah. I'm not the best <laughs> you, for that. But you can become. I can. Exactly. And I have to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> just add that to your brand. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What is a book that helps you with your thrive or that has helped you with your thrive? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. So my latest book that's so helping me is called The Alter Ego Effect. Ooh. Yes. Who's so the author? Um, the author is Todd Herman. Okay. And it is phenomenal. Yes, really? I have to break it down like that. Yeah. So basically what it does is it helps you. If there are areas in your life where you're like, you know what? I need to be somebody else right now because I ain't mm. getting stuff done. What it does, it takes the concept that many athletes and high-performing yes. professionals and Beyonce, Sasha Fierce, right? She had to become Sasha Fierce in order for her to become Beyonce, yeah. right? So it's it's about understanding the voices that are holding mm-hmm. you back, putting them into a spot, and then also who is it you need to be to, to win, and it gives you a framework to develop your alter ego into how to handle what he calls the enemy, like just those voices that get in your head. Maybe they're um, your past experiences. It's just such a phenomenal. Okay, I'm reading. You know what? I'm actually excited to. Read. I'm reading the Fifth Agreement by. Yes. Um, by you read that too, Dom. I haven't. I haven't read the fifth. I read the fourth. Yeah, the fifth, the fifth <laughs> is pretty. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Woo! It's okay. about language. It's about language. Yeah. And this is. I'm gonna. I'm actually putting this next on my queue. It just feels awesome. like this is the book I it's need to read. It's so good. There's do the I work do. with it. Do yeah, the work. Okay. With do the it. work. Yeah. I always do the. I do the work with the books. Yeah. That's why it takes good. me forever to read them. Yep. Okay. What is an app that helps you with your thrive? Oh my gosh. Um. What would be an app that helps me with my? Oh, OneNote. Oh, okay. okay. I you love it. Lo- You've mastered that. Yeah. So you are a Windows girl then. I am absolutely no, no, no. Okay, so I'm a Windows PC and Apple peripheral. 
So okay. I've got my iPad, my iPhone, but my I, I'm still a PC okay, girl. Okay, PC right? girl. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I, <laughs> yeah. So OneNote, I actually use it with all my clients. Mm-hmm. So every one of my clients, they get a OneNote book, a workbook where we, we mm-hmm. hold everything, a conversation, like all recordings, all our calls, Makes plus sense. all the notes. Mm-hmm. And I let, my brain loves it because it's organized like a binder. Yeah. So not only do I use OneNote with my clients, I use it for my Just Us Share show. I use it for ideas. I use it. Um, to just keep things with my business, everything. Like I have a one notebook for everything. And, it, and it, you it. can use it on all of your devices. And it's synced it's on everything. Device, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah, I, so I, it is. I use it, but I'm not, I don't use it at the level that you're using. Oh I my still, gosh, I game still, changer. I still write. Yeah. Oh, I still write too. And <laughs> the the thing that I have to, or continue to work on my discipline is, is taking my notes from my <laughs> notebook and, and actually like after I've done the writing and got it out of my head, because I need to write to get it out of my head but then after it's like take extract from my notes and put it into action because oftentimes okay. i have all these notebooks or half-filled notebooks and then i got a new idea oh i need a new notebook <laughs> <laughs> no you just need to take action on the yes, other notebook exactly exactly and uh, you mentioned this a little bit earlier but we'll see if it's the same what is one misconception that people have of you as they see you in your awesome yeah that um, that I woke up like this, that I've been like, literally like, you know, um, I, I look at all the equipment that I have because people see in my studio, which wasn't always a studio sometime before it was a bedroom with a, with a fake wall. You know what I mean? My, my equipment, like I bought this mic in 2013. I bought my ring light over there in like 2015. I got two new, like, but it's been like, it's been a gradual gradual thing and again even with this personal branding thing it's like Mm. i've been doing this since 20 like on my own Mm -hmm. as a person like as a entrepreneur since 2013 Mm. like it's like and it's all the things the culmination of who i am now that reflect is reflected in my work but it did it took time to get here right like even the stuff with my show um just i share live every tuesday night 8 p.m eastern standard time (laughs) (laughs) we're getting to the plug part so awesome but just the fact that you know they people see me and this may be the first time they're seeing my content but you know it's like i've worked in broadcasting for a long time not necessarily on air i did do some on air stuff but not on air and i've taken that with me so it's just it just takes time Mm-hmm. And you too can, you know, develop a brand and it just yeah. takes time. But it's just yeah. like, I didn't wake up like this, like, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And that's why I tell everybody, I said, you know, comparisonitis is like, it's, it's, the, it's the death of the genius personally. But 100%. it's like when you see people like on, especially like you, they're out there in this and you have no, no, that that came with a lot of trials, right? Yeah. <laughs> A lot and still battling because there's still stuff in my way, in my head. And it's just like, I am a constant work in progress. So I mean, like the best thing you can do is do the work. Yeah. You got to do the work. And I mean, like do the work in your head. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. So where do we find you online? Uh, so the best place that I suggest everybody connect with me is on LinkedIn. You want to okay. go first before you go to my website, which is sociallyactivetraining.com. Go to go and connect with me on LinkedIn, right? That is the best place. And I always recommend entrepreneurs, business professionals, and everybody don't send people to your website mm-hmm. because if they don't need what you got right yeah. now, mm-hmm. you just miss an opportunity to connect. And I want to connect. So go where your life. Go where you're live, which is LinkedIn. Also come check me out, Instagram. Um, that's the other side of my personality and uh, the other side of my brand. Another 
angle to my brand. Mm-hmm. And um, that's It's Cher Jones, so I-T-S, Cher Jones. And find me wherever you're social, because as a social media trainer, I'm all over the place. All over the place. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll drop all of your handles in the show notes. Thank you. So at the beginning of the episode, I did, I asked you, you know, what is something, what's a legacy you want to leave here? And it's really about own their awesome. And if, yes. if after this... <laughs> this episode you don't get the value of just owning who you are in the now yeah oh listen just 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 rewind and listen to it again until you get that again so Mm -hmm. thank you for that you truly you've made me own my awesome even a little bit more so i love it so this uh podcast is called empowered in my skin Mm -hmm. and i want to ask you what does what does that mean to you to be empowered in my skin Um, for me as a black female, as someone who, you know, who felt, and sometimes it was society being in the way because of my skin. And sometimes it was me in my head in the way of not in in the sense of not trying to overcome or not even attempting to see if, you know, I'm my own barrier or if there's an actual physical barrier. And I think we're coming to this time, time and space where it's just like, and it also is like a collision of the time that we're in now, the, the climate, as well as I would say my age, you know, again, like I said, I'm closer to 50 than I am to 40. And it's just like, I feel like I am owning my awesome and I am able to do and know I'm not perfect and know I am a, I am a work in progress, but at the same time, I am, I'm empowered enough to take my next step and to allow myself grace for the things that I haven't um, gotten there. So at the end of the day, empowered my, in my skin means I am who I am. Love me or leave me alone. Love me or leave me alone. And then take the next step. Woo! I love it. I love you. Am I allowed to say that? I love you. I love you too. Thank you for coming on and sharing energy with me. I absolutely, I mean, sorry to all of my other guests. One of my favorite episodes to to just share energy with. Wow. Just thank you. I'm touched. I'm very touched. So thank you. Thank you for taking us to church today. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Right. And to everyone that's listening, unfortunately, I know. This is where I say, we're out. (laughs) Bye. Bye. So there you have it. I hope you're thriving and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you are listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, When we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome hanging with you. I'm your girl. And 